0: That's N-O-O-M dot com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. You're more on pitching podcasts from pitchfills.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today September 21st, and yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Do you have PL Plus? No, get out of here. This is just for PL Plus members. Thank you all so much for supporting what we do. Charlie Morton went 5.1 innings, one earned run, three hits, three walks, and nine strikeouts yesterday. 19 whiffs and a 40% CSW for a gallows pull and a king call, making it a golden goal. And I wanted to just remind everybody that he had a 567 ERA and a 148 whip as late as June 16th this year. And now he's a lot better than that. He's closer to a 4 ERA. And he's been an ace for you in the second half with about a 315 ERA um, in that time. So it's good to see that. I, I don't know how it's going to be for more than last year. It took him until middle of May to get adjustment, adjusted. This year it's the middle of June. And it's going to be the all star break next year. And it's going to drive us nuts. I'm likely going to be out on Charlie Morton for that reason, honestly, um, in 2023, uh, but depends, of course, where he's going in drafts. Uh, We're going to uh, continue, though. Uh, Keep starting Charlie Morton. Of course, Joey Wentz. This is kind of wild. 5.2 innings, zero runs, two hits, two walks, and four Ks, and he's had three starts now where he's all just two earned runs. Now he gets the Royals. Do you really want to trust Joey Wentz? Probably not. I don't want to do this. I can understand it being in the bottom of the questionable now. I had him at do not start. I can push him into questionable because, I mean, yeah, it's three starts. of Two runs and maybe that doesn't work. Uh, I hate it. Mike Clevenger against the Cardinals. hey, he came through 5.2 innings, 0 runs, 3 hits, 2 walks, and 3 Ks. And guess what? He had two total whiffs across all of his secondary pitches. Everything that was not a fastball. Now, I will say, his fastball velocity was higher. He was 94, and he had 10 whiffs across his four-seamer and sinker. That's cool. But Clevenger's path to success is not four-seamer whiffs. It is not. It is dominating with a slider and a cutter and a curveball. Changeup maybe even at times. Changeup's never been that good. And he's not doing that. So, no, I'm not back on board here. Tyler Anderson against the Dynamax did exactly what he's supposed to do, and you have two starts left for Tyler Anderson to ride into the sunset of this magical 2022 season. Good luck, buddy. Christian Javier is a Spencer Strider light as he went against the Rays. 5 innings, 0 runs, 1 hit, 4 walks, and 6 Ks. 13 over 50 whiffs on his 4-seamer. Yes, you can do quick math. That's a 26% swinging strike rate, which is insane. If we see that on a slider, that's insane. This is a fastball. ball. Oh, you just don't see that. He has a 287 ERA and a .99 whip and a 33% strikeout rate. Uh, that was entering this game before everything that happened. And, I mean, it's pretty much the same, save for, like, the ERA jumping down to maybe, like, 275 or something along those lines. What I'm getting at is Christian Javier has been great, but his breaking stuff has not been consistent. And I do wonder if Christian Javier can be a little bit better with his breaking, Paul. Like, how good can he be? Oh, man. Um, JP Sears really impressed me yesterday against the manners. Five innings, zero in runs, one hit, three walks, and seven strikeouts. What's interesting is he had a 42% CSW on a slider. And he had a command that was way better. What I didn't like about Sears before is I thought his stuff was kind of okay. And he was just chucking fastballs down the middle and guys just weren't doing anything with it. Not in this case. Four seamers were in the upper third considerably. And then you have the slider going down and glove side constantly. That's good. That, that I'm, I, I can get on board with that. And he had seven strikeouts against a good Mariners team. Zero and runs. One hit. There's something to be said here. Uh, if that does continue against the Mets... I don't think he's going to do well, but maybe we go after it after? After it after. Yes, that's what I mean to say. Trey Jameson against the Dodgers. Six innings, two and runs, seven hits, one walk, and seven Ks. Dude, this guy is good. 96-97 on the heater, and he had 10 out of 33 whiffs on the slider. I mean, that's a 30% swing strike rate on sliders. And he throws heat, and he allowed two and runs in six innings. And had seven in the Ks against the Dodgers. I don't know if the Diamondbacks are going to keep starting, though. This was a, a doubleheader, and the plan was for Dre Jameson to pitch in this one because it worked out and all, but they have a full rotation. They already have a six man with Ryan Nelson in there right now. How are they going to get more starts with Dre Jameson? Well, maybe they don't do Zach Davies, or they don't do Madison Bumgarner, or they... I don't know. I, I, I hope we see more Dre Jameson. I think Ryan Nelson... Dre Jameson and Zach Gallen next year For the Diamondbacks and maybe Merrill Kelly Whatever, uh, I could be very Very interesting if they go and sign Aaron Judge <laughs> With Corbin Carroll in there and Christian Walker And so on and so forth That could be very very fascinating for the Diamondbacks Very quickly, but as far as Dre Jameson goes He does not have a locked start as far as I know Right now, if he does If he gets the Giants, I am So in on that, that will be a probable start For me, believe it or not So keep that in mind, Aaron Ashby two innings, zero in runs, one hit, two walks, two Ks, 41 pitches. I don't think we're going to see enough from Aaron Ashby before the end of the year, unfortunately. So that that's just the truth of the matter. I John Barbia opened and then someone else opened and then Sean Jelly went four frames of two earned runs. So yeah, okay. Um not doing any of that. Patrick Corbin. It was weird to see like a double opener for a change. Patrick Corbin left his game early with back spasms. Poor guy. Rosmo Ramirez came in after. I haven't heard that name in ages. Pablo Lopez against the Cubs did fine. It wasn't the most incredible Pablo Lopez start. His fastball did get um, hit a little. And I mean by hit, but just contact, right? 21 combined fouls and balls in play here for that changeup. And you want to see a little bit more whiffs on it. But still... 6.2 6.2 innings, 1 to run, 5 hits, 0 walks, 6 Ks against Cubs. Great, he gets the Mets now, and I know some people have hesitations because the Mets have crushed him this year. I get it. If you want to sit him, by all means, do that. I'm going for it. So let's do it, Pablo. Agents Adrian Sampson was a backup streaming option here against the Marlins. 6 innings, 1 run, 8 hits, 1 walk, 3 Ks. Glad it worked. I mean, yeah, you don't want the whip, and you only got 3 Ks, but you're doing it for the, for the ERA, and that worked out. But you don't need to keep going after Adrian Samson. I mean, he got singled out here a bit. And it could be worse. Against the Pirates. The Reds twice now. It's, ooh, it, you keep flipping a coin. So, if you want to just not do that anymore, by all means. Uh, Dylan Cease against the Guardians. Six innings, one run. Hey, yeah, alright. Seven base runners, sure. Three strikeouts. Uh, the Slider had four whiffs over 39 thrown. And it's- we've seen kind of over the last month Cease's slider getting a little bit worse. Not the 12 whiffs a game kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, he does get the Tigers next. So, that should be the- the antidote for this failure, but- Or not failure, but this, 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 this stumbling- stumbling. But, uh, yeah, it's, um, I don't know. It makes me kind of wary of 2023 Cease if this continues, if he drags his feet through the end with that slider. That's really it. The whole season to me is just the slider being usage going way up and it being super effective. Because the fastball in this was like a 19% CSW, guys. It wasn't so good or something. It saved him, you know? Huh. Nestor Cortez against the Pirates. Five innings, one and in run, five hits, two walks, four Ks. He is at 87 pitches. To me, that's all you need to know. You go for it, even against the Jays, probable start. All good. Luis Ortiz on the other end. We're gonna watch him um here on stream after the after I finish this podcast. Five innings, one and in run, three hits, two walks, and five K's. That works. 10 whiffs, 32% CSW. He only threw 74 pitches. He's getting stretched out more. And then he'll probably go 75 to 80 against the Cubs on Sunday. 15 whiffs on a slider in two starts now. 8 before, 7 in this one. And he sits 99 with his four-seamer. Yeah, let's go against Chicago. This This is one of those guys. I mean, we've seen this more this year, I think, than last year. Where we actually have some really exciting pitchers Finally getting their uh, opportunities in September When everybody's sleeping at the wheel Right, everybody's either given up So you have fewer people to contend with To get these pitchers And they're not focused on Luis Ortiz, they're not focused on Dre Jameson They're not focused on uh, Some other guys (laughs) Luis Luis Ortiz, Hayden Wisniewski Luis Ortiz is a very good one That I would go for here against the Cubs Um, Probable start for me, really I'm not even kidding um, Brian Bayo against the Reds, five innings, one and run two, uh, eight hits, two walks, five Ks. You, you can argue about this one too, he allowed his first home run of the year inside of Cincinnati, not a big shock, but that was really it here, I was surprised to see a slider and changeup return 11 whiffs over 44 thrown total, that's pretty cool, he does get the Yankees next, I don't really think I want to chase that one, but there may be something here, maybe for the final start of the year, It might be something to consider for 2023. Zach Davies uh, against the Dodgers. Three innings pitched, one run, five hits, two walks, and three strikeouts. Yeah, he did go 79 pitches. So you see the three innings, you go, oh, no, he's not going to go far in the next one. No, no, 79 pitches. That means he could get stretched out for the next one or go five plus. He gets the Giants next. This changeup was good enough. It was the Dodgers, whatever. I think that's something to consider um, for deeper leagues. I'd say he's at the bottom of questionable for me there kyle freeland was in cores and did well against the giants all right not doing it aaron Savalli came back from uh from the injured list this is still a little outing he pitched just under 70 pitches five innings 200 runs for its one walk two k's only 20 curves a little annoying he's a toby moving forward uh austin voth came through as our stream pick of the day uh, i i i messed up inside the roundup thinking that drew smiley was getting pushed back yesterday but he's getting pushed back today uh five innings pitch, two hundred runs, six hits, zero walks, three Ks against the Tigers. Great. Now he doesn't have a good matchup. And honestly, I don't know when the next time ever we we start Austin Voth. We'll see. Patrick Sandoval against the Rangers came through, seven strikeouts, seven base runners, five innings, two and runs. It's fine. You got the win. You're all happy with it. He gets Oakland night uh now for two starts. Everything is good. Cole Raggins against the Angels actually did okay. Four point two innings, two and runs, seven hits, zero walks, five Ks. I mean that's not great. You don't want to do it, but hey, that tells you a lot about Raggins. Michael Grove, uh Five innings, three and runs, nine hits, and one walk, seven kids. A lot of guys got singled out today. Or last night. I think he has a decent curve and four-seamer mix. We don't see Michael Grove again for the rest of the year, likely, because uh, this was just a doubleheader spot starting. It was two in a row for him for Grove, but we're not doing it. Uh, and the Dodgers aren't, so whatever. I- ignore him. Um, Nick Lodolo against the Red Sox came through with seven strikeouts, but three and runs, three hits, three walks, one uh, in five innings pitch. It was really one and run too many. This is the toughest matchup he had the rest of the way. Still getting you strikeouts. You start him the rest of the way. Carl Carrasco didn't do well against the, the Brewers. You're still going to do it against the Miami Marlins and the Nationals. Don't worry about it. Adam Wainwright, I think, is slowing down. Six innings, four and in runs, six hits, two walks, and one strikeout. My fears were confirmed. It's unfortunate I didn't put him in questionable start. I regret it. I should have done that. It was a probable one. Now he gets the Dodgers, and that is a do not start for me. He does get the Pirates after so if you can sit for that Dodgers start, then all right. But and you get the Pirates one. I would still do it for the Pirates. But yeah, not good. Zach Greinke against the Twins. Don't do that. And it didn't work out. Luis Castillo against the Athletics was very weird. It just didn't go his way. And we're going to move on. Um, keep starting him, obviously. Dylan Bundy against the Royals did not work. And there you go. Uh, Kyle Gibson and Ross Stripling in this ridiculous game. It was 18-11 to 11 was the final one, which is ridiculous. Um, Stripling... Had a good changeup and nothing else, and he got singled out in this one. I think he keeps starting stripling. Kyle Gibson, I mean, he went against the Jays. It's a cherry bomb. He gets Atlanta next. You don't want to do that. And Shane McClanahan left his game um, against the Astros uh, with neck spasms. And I think the Rays are going to be very careful with Shane McClanahan moving forward. I feel very bad for everybody who started him here after being so good against the Jays. Um... Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough because I think the Jays are going to make the playoffs and they're going to want a healthy Shane McClanahan. So they're going to be very careful with him, which means that you won't likely see an 80 pitch start, at least in the next one. Maybe at the very last one he does of the year, it's also going to be the Jays and Astros next. Maybe, I mean, maybe he slots in in between. It's just bad. So if you have Shane McClanahan right now, you need to win this week. He's a droppable pitcher. I don't even know if he's going to start it. I would imagine the Rays are going to wait until next week, and then maybe he gets two starts the rest of the way. Maybe? I don't ugh. It's rough. So, yeah, be careful uh, holding on to Jimmy Clanham for too long. Looking forward to today and tomorrow. And on Thursday, tomorrow we'll go through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, we have Lance Lynn, Robbie Ray, Tristan McKenzie, Jesus Lozarda, Blake Snell, Kevin Galsman, Lance McCullers Jr., Marcus Stroman now. Instead of Drew Smiley, he gets Miami. You're doing that. Tywin Walker, Dustin May, and Myles Michaelis. Well, Michaelis is an auto start still. I know, but you're doing it. Logan Webb against Coors this is going to be tough. But then you have Jordan Lyles as the new stream pick of the day without Drew Smiley there. He gets the Tigers. You're doing that one. Same with Bailey Ober. He just threw 70 pitches, so he should probably get about 80 against the Royals. She could be another five inning game, but that's fine. You're going to do that with Bailey ober On um, The questionable start tier, I moved down Romanzi Contreras to uh, questionable because this is the Yankees. I don't know how long he's going to go on this. Luis Ortiz just did well, but still. Um, Luis Severino and Zach Wheeler are coming off the IL. And what's annoying about that is I don't know how rusty they are. I don't know how many pitches they're going to go. So, it's a still-ill. Normally, ill normally i put still ills in the do not start. It's Severino against the Pirates, so fine. And Zach Wheeler being Zach Wheeler, it is against the Jays. So, be careful here. I don't think you need to do those. Um, you have Bryce Elder and Matt Manning as discount streaming options. I think Bryce Elder... I was really tempted to put him... Underneath Contreras, as high as that. Matt Manning, I understand, has done a little bit more things. The Orioles are not looking good. Fine. Bryce Elder, Elder did well against Miami. This could be a very sneaky win. I would consider this one if you're chasing something. Uh, Bryce Elder against the Nationals. Better than Corey Kluber against the Astros and better than Dane Dunning against the Angels. And, and the do not start tier, James Caprillion, Connor Siebel, Tucker Davidson. You, you don't you, you don't want to do any of this. Paulo Espino or Adrian Sampson. Uh, sorry, Adrian Hauser, I should say. Herman Marquez. Mason Bumgarner, uh, Daniel Lynch, and Ch- uh, Chase Anderson. <laughs> um, uh, we have in the auto start tier tomorrow uh, Justin Verlander, Brandon Woodruff, Shane Bieber, Julio Urias, Max Fried, George Kirby, Joe Musgrove, and Zach Gallen. Zach Gallen against the Dodgers, I know, but Zach Gallen's doing so well. You got to do it. The probable start tier is really weird. You have Jose Brios, Johnny Cueto, Jack Flaherty, Martin Perez, and Michael Walker. All of them a good reason to not be in the probable start tier. I think if I have them, I'm leaning start, but if you don't want to start any of those guys, you don't have to. I understand your trepidation. It's okay. And the questionable start tier, I was even tempted to put Hayden Wisniewski into the probable start tier against the Pirates. I, I kind of like it, but then again, I've only seen him for about three games now. No guarantee that that's who he is. You know, I, I certainly am guilty of expecting a player to be this guy now too quickly. And even though it's the Pirates, and we liked what we've seen from Wes this could be four innings of 300 runs or something like that very easily. So keep that in mind. He will be the stream pick of the day above the guy on the other side. That is Mitch Keller, who's been on a decent hot stretch and gets a Cubs. But I just do not like his arsenal. I think this can go south. Jameson Tyone and Michael Lorenzen are both Tobies, really. And it's fine, but I don't really want to go for it. While Bradish and Yarbrough against the Astros and Jays, respectively, are really just dart throws if you need something. Um, the Do Not Start 2, you have even worse ones with Adrian Sampson against the Mariners, Suarez, Ranger Suarez against the uh, against Atlanta. You have Jose Ureña hosting the Giants and Coors, and Josh Winder against the Royals. Ugh. Jonathan Heasley, Mike Miner, and Sean Jelly are the others. But, all right, that's going to do it for today. Uh, thank you all so much for supporting what we do. If you have any other questions, of course, check out the streams I do in the morning, 10 a.m. to uh, noon, every single weekday morning Eastern time. But that's it. So, my name is Nick Pollock. Amir Babbitts below in a strike outside